welcome to episode 125 of the Nerd Input Podcast. My name is Andrew Goulart. With me is Nick Clattenburg. All right. All right. All right. Speaking of that, Matthew McConaughey was at fucking uh, Raw this week. Really? He was either at Raw or SmackDown. I can't remember. They were in Texas, so. Texas. Texas. He was wearing a fucking like balling ass like Cowboys type button down shirt, but with like luchador masks on the shoulders. Ooh. It looked nice. I might have to invest in something like that. Matthew McConaughey certainly still crushing puss left and right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's probably married. I don't even know. Yeah, but still. He's probably still crushing. Of course he does. You can't hold him down. Why wouldn't he? You can't hold him down. It's like Kobe. I know. Jesus Christ. Doesn't take no for an answer. (laughs) 15 hours and a yes. Still Still a yes. yes. Oh, God. All right. Uh, What have you been watching this week? Uh, I got a few things. Some new things. Oh, boy. Uh, I decided to venture back into my youth. A little bit right. with a sitcom, okay, called Third Rock from the Sun. Oh my god! Oh, and you know what? First thing I'm gonna say, still stands the test of time. Does it? I have, I really have not seen that since it's been airing on TV. It, like not even in syndication. I think while it was still airing is the last time I saw it. Yeah, I watched it both when syndication and originally airing. Yeah, but um, yeah, mostly just background filler. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, one, it's one of those shows. It is one of those shows where there's. One overarching story, yeah. but mostly every episode is kind of just banter and situational comedy. Absolutely named appropriately. But um, yeah, so but every the things that I've caught are still hilarious. Yeah, it's you know like little quick one-liners or stupid little insults. Yeah, and it's just still great. It's pretty wild. Like the big stars that were on that show, like John Lith, like main the main cast. Oh yeah, fucking John Lithgow and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. I think and they did a sitcom back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's one of those things that you're just like, wait, the dude from Inception? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> the fake shitty Robin from The Dark Knight Rises, <laughs> the pretend Robin. Yeah. That that's still works. <laughs> yeah, it's it does. Yeah. It does. Just gotta erase it from your mind. This the the Nolan trilogy still holds up. It's just that it was a dumb thing. Just that one last little bit. Just kind of. Oh yeah. Kind of fucked everything. Yeah. Twist, so, twisted the knife in my dick hole. It did. That really cracked the glass cylinder I shove up my penis. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So oh, I've got a virus warning on here. Oh God. Yeah. I've been looking at nakeds on your laptop while you were gone. Oh, shit. <laughs> I love how I, the second I open it up, it's still, first thing that pops up, my 600-pound life short clip. Oh, yeah. From last week. Yeah. Apparently, this is what happens, folks, when you don't clear your web browsers. <laughs> clear your web browsers. Clear your web browsers. You, might, you could die at any minute. You could die. Always clear your history. Yep. Yeah, every night before you go to bed, clear it, clear it, clear it. Just <laughs> use incognito mode. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, uh, as I was saying, I want been watching that uh mostly like i said just background filler uh catching a few full-length episodes here and there yeah yeah uh the next thing that i watched uh was an episode of joe rogan experience okay with the whole sober october group oh i saw that thrown up there i was like that's got to be a good episode was it it's tom segura burt kreischer ari shafir and joe rogan right yeah it's it's great uh the the reason why they all got back together was to make the stipulations for this year's Sober October. <laughs> okay. And uh, I didn't get that far into it, so I don't know what exactly is the final yeah. stipulations. Yep. But um, I remember hearing one part of it where I think Joe said that they wanted to 
obviously how they, they really test your limits yeah. in the Sober October Challenge. Right. Uh, for most people that don't know, Sober October is no drinking, no drug use at all. Yeah. You know, no marijuana products, nothing. Um, they usually do, do they usually do like a weight loss challenge too? They do a weight or, loss or challenge. Or like an exercise challenge. I remember last year they were like, had some weird app or something that like measured their, when they had an elevated heartbeat or something. Yes, because Joe Rogan set off the fucking smoke alarm <laughs> in his house. Yeah. In his own gym. Oh, Jesus he Christ. He set off the smoke alarm with how hot it got in there. Oh, God, it's disgusting. And uh, they, he posted a video on his Instagram last year, I remember seeing it, of him on a stair climber. Yep. And just fucking puddles of sweat everywhere. Oh like, it literally looked like he dropped two bottles of water. Like, we're talking Bobby Lashley levels of sweat. Oh, absolutely. Bobby Lashley combined with Shane McMahon levels of sweat. Yes. God damn it. Like, all over the place, but, like, Joe Rogan ripped. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Like, it is fucking insane. Yeah. That guy's in his, like, I think he's in his 50s now. Is he really? Jesus he was Christ. He's pushing 50. Whew. And he's in that fucking shape. Oh, yeah. But, um, one of the things that Joe recommended was that they take out coffee and all caffeine products. Oh, shit. So that no energy drinks, no soda, no coffee, no tea, just water. Just water. And I was like, ooh, that is, fu- just that alone <laughs> yeah. is fucking difficult, yeah. man. That's a point of contention on your mom's house podcast with uh, Tom Segura and Christina P. Oh, always competing to see who the water champ is. They even One of their merch things is a water bottle that says water champ on it. And no I think shit. they have a hat that says water champ, yeah. But, uh... Christina P is always giving Tom shit because he's always just drinking like iced coffee and like never drinking water, so he's like super dehydrated basically. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. I mean, I, that's that's mostly how I. <laughs> yeah. I drink a lot of coffee throughout the day. Yeah. I, 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 I try. Probably... I try to have like two cups, please. I have a ten ounce on the way to work, and when I like get to work, usually I drink like half it on the way and half it at work. Okay. And then after lunch, I have like another ten ounce. That's basically it. Black as oh, the night. Lightweight. Yeah, lightweight, man. Lightweight, man. You gotta get your numbers up. <laughs> nah, I can't. I can't hop on that chemical addiction train. I will say, honestly, I can stop anytime I want. Honestly, probably about four to five a day. Yeah, four to five cups of coffee a day. A lot of people like that, and I was never like that yeah. until probably maybe I'd say two and a half, three years ago. Yeah, you know, and then I kind of I don't know why, but I started just upping it more, and it wasn't even the sense of trying to be more alert. It was just the taste. Yeah. The enjoying the taste of coffee. Right. You know, and... Uh, and decaf tastes like nut bags. You know, since I drink it black. Yeah, me too. So, uh, even when it's cold, I drink it black. I never really drink it cold. You know, um, well, I put a little, uh, the, they call it mocha at Dunkin' Donuts, but it's just chocolate. Like the, yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, so, like that, I'll put in a little bit because iced coffee is a little, little too bitter for me. Yeah. But hot coffee, I'm fine. Yeah. Um, but... How did I get on? Oh, yeah, we were talking about the Silver October. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so I remember Joe Rogan suggesting that uh, suggesting that, that was one stipulation, and I think maybe Ari might have suggested no social media for the month. Like, they could have assistants and whatnot right. post their stuff, right? But and they could have their phone, yeah. but they are not allowed to ever go on. See, Ari Shafir would suggest that because Ari Shafir has a fucking flip phone. Yes. No, like still to this day. Yes, it has. I, I think maybe he had a smartphone at one point, but then he hated like uh, always being on his phone, like being addicted to it and stuff like that. So yes. he got rid of it and he just like went back to straight up flip phone. And I remember I forget who was talking about him recently, but he was saying 
it was like a pain in the ass. I think it was on Tuesdays with stories, either Joe List or Mark Norman saying that like when they hang out or they go somewhere, they drive somewhere, he always has to borrow someone's phone to use their GPS. He was like, well, if you don't have a fucking phone for that, just get like a GPS or something. <laughs> it's true though. Yeah. Because I remember at one point living like that. Yeah. You know, we, we didn't always have a GPS in our phones. I know. I didn't have a smartphone until two thousand uh, late 2010, I think it was. I got the, it was right after I graduated college, I got the iPhone 4. I think that might have been right around the same time for me, maybe about a year earlier. Yeah. But yeah, that was when I first started getting like a touchscreen phone. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, smartphone is a little, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, the, the, the term alone. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I remember still having, I don't want to say first touchscreen phone. But uh, I remember definitely having a, a better quality phone where watching YouTube and stuff was accessible. Right, yeah. Like uh, it had a data but, plan. But, yeah, but there was no GPS built in. Right, yeah. So yeah. you had all that stuff where you could watch, you know, you could go on your Facebook, you could do all this other stuff, yeah. but you couldn't get GPS. You had to have one in your car. Yeah, I used to have a TomTom. -tom I, I, <laughs> I still have it. Still got the TomTom. -tom. still got it, man. I, just, I think I threw mine out when I sold my Mustang. I think it was still in there. I can't, was it? I don't know. But I remember like the charger was like broken. And I, okay. it was just a, not micro USB, but a mini USB, which is harder to find nowadays. Yes. And I was just like, I'm never going to fucking use this thing anyway. So I just threw it in the trash. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I remember that being a thing for a while. Yeah. You know, and now it's just, it's, everything's right there. Yeah. And but it's much easier because you know you have updated maps without having to like plug into anything or anything It like updates that. every day. Right. You know, but, um... Yeah, you know, it's interesting to me, though, like, sober October. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, well, one, just not drinking at all. Yeah. And no drug use. You know? I've been crushing that for years. Well, you drink. <laughs> I, I drink, you, yeah. I know you drink. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, could you go one month? Oh, yeah. One solid month without yeah. touching a drop? Especially now, because, like, I mean, for years, Megan and I were going out every Friday, like, no matter what, we'd go downtown. I, I remember those days. Yeah, um, but... We haven't gone out every Friday since before we got married. Like we pretty, okay. right after right after we got married, it seemed like every weekend we were just like, let's just yeah. fucking watch TV. Like I'm fucking tired. I don't so that's pretty much what we do. Like we'll go out probably like once a month nowadays. Maybe yeah. once or twice a month. And it's usually because like friends are down and they want to go hang out or something like that. It's yeah, not just exactly. us going out. Um, but yeah, I, I think I mean we drink at home now more often. Just have like. Well, I noticed that because I mean, like you know, when we did the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bi-weekly now. Yeah. You know, we we got to come up with a name for that. Yeah, you because know, it seems like we only drink pretty hard on that day. Yeah, yeah, because you I know? get the fucking next day off, so. Yeah, we got to come up with a name for that that episode. Yeah. Like every week, it has to be something. Yeah, I have to think <laughs> about it. Although we're not gonna do it next week because we're not gonna be recording next week. Okay. Um. Megan and I are going to Canopy Lake Park. Oh! So that should be fun. Taking the day off work. And I haven't been there since I was... Who can't remember. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I was... I was a child, man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was like under... I was like 10 probably. Yeah. I think last time I went there. Yeah, so. it, it was definitely... I, I don't even think I was a... I don't think I was a teenager. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I definitely so it wasn't. had to have been anywhere in the that youth era. Yeah, so that should be pretty youth. fun. The youth. The youth. I was a youth. But yeah, so yeah, next Thursday we'll be doing that. the word youth. It just say like if you say it slow, it just sounds like you're just trying to just youths. Youth. It's just, I don't know why I'm, I'm making it sound like a date rapist. Yeah, just, well, it, it sound, the way you're saying it, it sound, just sounds like you're going about to rape someone. <laughs> it's like, like so what turns what turns like someone asking a serial killer what turns you on? 
Youths. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely how that comes across. That, that sounds is exactly it. It sounds like you're giving a prison interview to, uh, through the glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you, what do you, uh, that's my version of the confession takes. <laughs> what, what turned you on sexually? <laughs> they didn't show He's that. gonna roll that tongue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> almost whispering the entire time. I feel like yeah, that's something they definitely cut out of that Ted Bundy movie. Oh, absolutely. There, there had to have been like creepy points where he was just like mind fucking the uh, was it the journalist for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe like yeah. So I took their skull and I just went out in the woods. And I <laughs> yeah. And they're right. like, well, we're cutting this shit out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> they're like this is going on Netflix okay uh, like, yeah. I mean like we can push our limits yeah, you but... can hang dong for like 10 seconds but you can't say shit like that no no, no, no you can't you want to take your dick out though <laughs> go ahead and take your dick out Be like, like, take your dick out like Kevin Bacon took his dick out <laughs> oh god <laughs> alright uh, yes so getting back to Silver October Silver October um yeah, I do not know what the final stipulations are. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably end up either watching it tonight or tomorrow. And uh, maybe I'll have a little quip, like, note for next, well, not next week. Yeah, week after. Week after. Yeah. Which will be completely irrelevant at that point. Yep, so, yeah, most things we talk about are. I mean, yep. the first thing you talked about was Third Rock from the Sun, so. Yeah, there not, We are not on the bleeding edge no, of anything. Oh, no, there is no cutting edge <laughs> of something that we are on right now. No, never. <laughs> maybe video, video games, like, once a year, maybe. Yes, like mostly around releases. Yeah, if the division comes out, basically, that's basically yeah, it. pretty much. <laughs> um, so that was it for Sober October. All right. Uh, the next thing that I watched, uh, I did not know that they had, um, was a, it's like a I don't want to say a segment on the Hot Ones. Okay. But it's kind of like a, a maybe a new thing that they've been doing. Is it like the cute the Truth or Dare thing? Truth it, or Dad? Truth or Dad? Yes, I've watched a few of those. Oh wow. I, that's that's why it made me sound familiar. I think I remember you mentioning it. Yeah, I might have. But um, I, know, I watched the Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer one. That was the one I watched. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Burt Kreischer laughing. Yeah. Is it's it, infectious. It, it is infectious. Yeah. Like hearing him laugh. Yeah. Will just you you will burst into laughter. Absolutely. And it's funny how like one one of the questions was like who came out with like the worst comedy special in the past year. And like they, Tom Segura especially didn't want to like shit on anybody because obviously they're like yeah. in, in the same community. And then uh, Burt Crusher was like, it was like you know you know who I'm thinking like so. And then he was just like, it's Hannah Gatsby. I mean, I mean it was good, but it's not comedy. That wasn't stand up comedy. I was like, nice. <laughs> but uh, the other thing that I, I think I remember, uh, I think I remember uh, what was it? What's the host name? Uh, it's Sean something. Sean Evans. Sean Evans. Yes. That is it. Uh, but I remember, I, I remember him asking Tom a question. I don't remember exactly what the question was, but I remember <laughs> Burt Kreischer going over to him. He was, he, he refused to answer the question. That's right. Yeah. It was like, who, who is like the worst comedian out right now? Yeah. It's another like inside that. comedy question. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he was like, I'm not answering. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, well, you got to do it. And he's like, I'll do it right now. I'm not answering after, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah. well, they, that's another thing. It's always funny. Like, the whole time, they still didn't grasp the co- grasp the concept. No. Like, like they, they were... thought they had to eat and answer, like, a regular no. Hot Ones. It's no. like, no, if you don't want to answer, then you just eat the Hot Wings. Yes. They did not get it the entire time. They would answer the question and then eat the fucking Hot Wing anyways. Like, what the fuck are you doing? It was pretty funny. But it was... Uh... It was good, man. You know, yeah. it was a nice little... Uh, uh, well, I'm looking at it right now. I pulled up my history. Uh, 
see if, if that was the episode. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, it was only 16 minutes. Yeah. So it was a very short episode, but yeah. it was full of fucking laughs. Absolutely. I mean, Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer, two of the best. They are. Just naturally well, hilarious I dudes. I mean, I'd probably say top five right now. Yeah, definitely. Is, uh, Tom Segura, uh, Burt Kreischer, Rogan, uh, Shafir, and Burt. Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. <laughs> Matt and Shane's secret podcast. Oh, God. Yeah. I got so horny the day before yesterday. Uh, saw a couple of the youths. Ball, saw a couple of youths. <laughs> youths. <laughs> uh, but uh, I got I got home from work and I was just on Instagram and I follow Shane Gillis on there and I okay. listen to Matt and Shane's secret podcast nonstop and I fucking I subscribe to their Patreon to get extra episodes and uh, he's like uh, he just does like comedy clubs like he's not popular super popular so he's not doing like theaters or anything like that and like he doesn't even headline every comedy club he goes to so i was like when the fuck am i gonna get a chance to see this dude and then i look at his story on instagram and it says july 12th at the rhode island comedy connection opening for michael rapaport i was like that sounds terrible michael rapaport's not even a stand-up comic i would not want to see him do whatever he does live because he's not a comic he's an actor yeah. I don't want to go to a comedy show. I think he's been getting more and more into comedy lately. Probably, because he has a podcast. Yeah. Um, but Be- that... Because I know that there's been some episodes of, uh, well, that I've caught of the, the Church of What's Happening Now. Yeah, yeah. It's a long fucking name. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, I, that, I always got winded on that. <laughs> the Church of... What's happening? What's happening now? <laughs> now? <laughs> um, but I remember Michael Rappaport being on there, and... Uh, him talking with Joey Diaz, and I was, even I thought the same thing. I'm like, mostly he has like comedians on there. He right. doesn't have a lot of yeah actors. Yeah. So, but continue, um, please. So yeah, twelfth, he's at Rhode Island Comedy Connection, opening for Michael Rappaport, which is a Friday. But then Saturday night, he's at Rhode Island Comedy Connection, headlining on July thirteenth. So I was like, I will fucking be there, guaranteed, one hundred percent. Awesome. God damn, I can't wait to see. Oh, Shane wait, I look forward to hearing about that. I love him so much. He is the he is. The funniest, like, natural dude I've ever heard, like, on a podcast. Him and Matt McCusker that he does the podcast with. Just naturally hilarious. I've said, I've said, probably the last, like, five episodes, I've said how, like, the way they talk is hilarious. Like, Shane Gillis calls everything gay and shit like that. He calls people faggots still. Like, he says retarded all the time. I was like, yeah, that's what I like to hear. Um, but yeah, super funny. So I'm looking forward to, to that. Um, I don't even know. How the fuck did we even get onto that? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We were talking about truth or damn. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, we're talking the well, best comedians around, and no, I said Shane Gillis. Well, 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 I think is my top top five. five. Yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. I don't want to say the top five. Yeah, because other people are sub, you know subject to change. Oh yeah, but uh, the last and final thing I watched uh, was uh, Theo Vaughn's podcast. Uh, the K- King and the Sting, or well, there's there are two of them. Yeah, that's I, the one I he should... does with Brendan Shaw. Yes, I do watch that one uh, regularly. Yeah, but uh, I don't ever talk about it because it's just yeah. they, they go through so many fucking subjects. I love. I just watch the YouTube compilations of him and uh, Theo Vaughn and Brendan Shaw ripping on each other. Oh, it's fucking like great. the dude you look like. Oh they, yeah, they, it's like dude you look like compilation, and it's just them shitting on what each other looked like. It's oh, yeah. so fuck. I watched like a. 30 minute long one the other day like while I was playing there's, video games uh, there's a segment that they have on their podcast every week rip my drip yep yeah. rip my drip <laughs> and I fucking love it because some of the stuff that they they come out with is is great yeah it's like pure material yeah like and, I remember one it wasn't even rip my drip it was just they were just shitting on each other like they do constantly and Brennan, oh, yeah. Brennan Shop had like a had like a plaid shirt, like a red plaid shirt on, I think. Yeah. Theo Vaughn said, dude, you look like a French Paul Bunyan. <laughs> and I was fucking dying. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, uh, some of the stuff that even just Theo Vaughn says. Yeah. 
He's a pretty outrageous person. He is, because I remember seeing something. It was a quick uh, clip on uh, Instagram. And it was Theo Vaughn sitting with Bobby Lee. Yep. And I maybe I, I might have liked it, so I'll try to see if I can send it over to you. And they're talking back and forth, and he goes, can you name a country in China? And, he, <laughs> and that was Theo Vaughn asking Bobby Lee. And he goes, a country in China. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, a country <laughs> in China. And he was like, Theo Vaughn's face was locked on. He was not changing of his course. question. Yeah. And I was dying laughing because they called it out. They were like, he's not backing down right No, now. of course not. <laughs> um, so what is his uh, podcast? Uh, his podcast that he does, uh, mostly, s- some of them are solo. He does some interviews. Yeah. Uh, but it is uh, called This Past Weekend with oh, Theo Vaughn. Okay. And uh, when he usually does it solo, uh, he, uh, I'm trying to describe it, uh, or not describe it, but put it into... Uh, Words, yeah, <laughs> uh, mostly like daily events, okay, kind Car- of podcast, current, events. Cur- current events podcast, and uh, yeah, and he'll put kind of put his uh, Q and A and stuff in there, and uh, he'll have people call in and uh, you know answer people's questions about either the topic or uh, just regular questions, and he'll give different answers. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's it for me for watching. Cool. So, uh, what about yourself? Oh God! You got a lot? Uh, no, I got like three. Yeah, three. Um, first one, something I saw live and in person at Whites of Westport. Oh yes, saw Nick DiPaolo. Got that? Now that he's definitely in my top five, especially after seeing him recently. I'm like, I haven't seen much of him in like years. He's been around for like fucking. He's been in comedy oh, for absolutely. thirty years. But uh, so I haven't seen him recently. I I purposely didn't watch his newest special yet because I was going to see him. I didn't know if there'd be material from his special Netflix? Uh, YouTube he put it out for free are you shitting yeah full hour long special on YouTube it, he just put it out like last month just came out wow yeah so it's for free for everybody um, I forget what it's called but just, if you just google Nick DiPaolo it'll definitely come up that is awesome um, yeah so yeah I, you don't you never hear about that no I forgot what another comedy Did, podcast I was listening to they were saying that like I think that people are gonna start doing that more often um, just because you can get like that you can still make money off it through the ad revenue. Or oh, absolutely. Like, and for just like the more people will see it if you're putting shit out there for free. Well, yeah. And if you don't have a deal with Netflix, I mean, obviously. Um, but so, yeah, uh, Nick DiPaolo saw him live. I was like in tears laughing multiple times, like just constant dying laughing the entire time. He did pretty much like a full hour. He had two, he had two openers, like the host guy. His name was like Brian Gowicki or something like that. Okay. He was Okay. Um, Local guy or no? Uh, I think so. I think it might have been from like Rhode Island or something. I can't remember. All right. I'm not really sure. And then uh, uh, the other guy, the feature guy, was Josh Kincaid. He was really funny. He was a solid guy. I'd never heard of him before. He did. I probably, was going to say, name doesn't sound familiar. Yeah, so. he, he probably did like 15, 20 minutes or something like that. And then uh, Nick DiPaolo did probably a solid hour. And he was so fucking funny. Like Nick DiPaolo's whole thing, especially now, is that he hates political correctness. Like, oh, he yeah. talks about in his act how awful political correctness is, how he fucking hates liberals, and that everything pisses him off, like, and how society's getting so politically correct and he can't fucking take it. Like, multiple times in his act, he's, he calls, he describes things as faggotry. And I was like, God damn, people don't say that shit. That's awesome. Faggotry. I was like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, he, he just, he'll I do recently it. heard someone actually say, 
And I, I haven't heard this word in a while. Yeah. It was in 40-Year-Old Virgin, I believe. Yeah. Pussification. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I haven't heard that one in forever. Yes. <laughs> but continue. What was it called again? What? Uh, what? Uh, faggotry. Faggotry. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. You said that a lot. That is a good one. Um, but, yeah, he's, like, hating on political correctness, making super racist fucking jokes. But it's not like he's just funny because he says shocking things. He's like one of the most talented fucking comedians. They're like one of the talented. Oh, I've, talented see, I've seen comedians. some of his specials before. He's yes. he's hilarious, unbelievably good. And when he's just at a live show like that, completely like untethered, can do whatever the fuck he wants. It's unbelievably hilarious. Like he kept making fun of the fact that it was called the Whites of Westport, and that like everybody in the place was white, except for like one black guy in the middle who he like called out a few times, and it's pretty sure he used and he used the N word a few times as well. Like he was, I was like, God damn, this dude. Is crazy. He's brave. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, he's from the he's from Danvers, Mass, I believe. Really? Yeah, he's from the area. He's he's been living in New York for a while, like a long time. But um, well, it's the same thing as guys like Joe List. Right. Yeah. Joe yeah. List is where, where was he originally from? I think he's from the North Shore. I forget where, but somewhere in the North. But yeah, Shore. he lives in New York. Yeah, he lives in New York. But uh, uh, Nick DiPaolo actually really hates like liberals so much and has had so much uh, has had. Too much of PC culture that he said he moved to Georgia. He literally moved. He just moved to Savannah, Georgia. He's like, I moved no. to a nice fucking red state, just surrounded by a bunch of dumb rednecks. He's like, that's that's all I want to be around. I'm so sick of fucking dumb liberals complaining about everything. Oh. Like, so I moved to Georgia. Now I don't have to be around anybody. That <laughs> so, is that's nuts. Yeah, um, but goddamn, if you have a chance, I mean, everyone should go on YouTube. Everyone obviously has access to YouTube. Yes. Everyone go on YouTube. Free hour long special, Nick DiPaolo. If you got thin skin, uh, you're not listening to this show anyway. So everyone no. listening to this show should go check it out. Um, it's so fucking funny. He's unbelievably talented. I still loved it. Faggotry. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, he was letting loose. It was it was fucking awesome. Like even even like the dumbest thing he did. Like he made fun of like a Chinese accent, like a child would, like an Asian accent, and he did it for like ten seconds. He's like he's like everyone says that's too fucking easy. I was like, who gives a fuck if it's easy? It's still funny. It was funny 10,000 years ago. It'll be funny in 10,000 years from now. <laughs> and he's just doing like a dumb Chinese accent. It's so funny. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, Nick DiPaolo was unbelievable. Everybody check him out. Um, ooh, I uh, made a life-changing discovery. I downloaded... Uh, I how, down- how much Ben Shapiro did you watch? <laughs> I have just been listening daily. I haven't watched anything. Oh, okay. Yet, but I, do, I haven't missed an episode daily since I started listening. All right, <laughs> but uh, not that. Uh, I downloaded the TLC Go app for the channel TLC. Okay, with all the garbage shows on it, just because I was like, oh, if I can sign in with my mom's uh, like Comcast uh, sign in, yeah, then I can get access to the app. Because if you have a cable subscription, you can get access to. It. I, have, I only have internet, so I can't use my login. So I used her login, got access to it, and there's a full new season of My Six Hundred Pound Life on there. Yes. God, yes. And I made a note. This is, I will read verbatim the note that I made of the beginning of the first episode that I watched of season seven. The note reads as follows. I'm, I'm, I give, give me a second. I, I gotta not get disgusted already. Okay. This is a woman in bed, mind you. That I'm curious about. All right. I wrote, go. Bitch pulled a pee pad from under her pillow to shit on. <laughs> so she's laying in bed. She's basically been like bed bound for like three years. She pulls like a puppy pad out, like we like we have for the dogs. Uh, yeah. She pulls one of those out from under her pillow after she wakes up in the morning, unfolds it, puts it on the on the bed next to her, like she's on the bed, puts it on the bed next to her, rolls up on her side, pulls her pants down, 
and then just like shits and pisses all over. Like, can you imagine laying on your side in bed and just shitting and pissing? <laughs> it was, and then she rolls it up and puts it in a bag, and then calls her roommate over to come take care of it. Oh God! So my sister about life is remains the greatest show on television. I, it's right up there with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia as, as high-tier comedy. Oh, absolutely. But, God damn, but, oh, I'm so man, addicted to it. On. And there's, like, 20 episodes on the app. Oh, my God, we're going to be good for, like, a couple of weeks of watching My Sister Mountain Life. Fuck. And there's two seasons of another show called Family by the Ton, where it's, like, fat families trying to lose weight. Oh, my God. My cup runneth over with fat people, man. <laughs> <laughs> Like in in, uh, in that first episode, the same woman that shit on her bed every morning. I, I'm, I'm not saying I and anyone in the, that's listening, you, you obviously no one heard me talk for the last couple of minutes. <laughs> it's not that fat people disgust me. Yes, that's what that's what it is for me. Okay, it's <laughs> not, I mean, you're super morbidly obese, like six hundred pounds. Yeah, you disgust me. Uh, Sorry, if you're bed bound because you chose to eat like. 8,000 calories a day for 30 years? You disgust me. You are pretty much making my point (laughs) to why (laughs) I I feel that way. Yeah. But you can always make a change. Yeah, that's what the show's about. You know, and that's the thing. Like, you know, like, I remember even even at myself, there was one point where I was like 250 pounds. Yeah. And it was not, you know, not muscle. No. I was fucking fat. (laughs) Like, I remember... uh, I was in my, uh, what is it, uh, Rob's wedding. Yep. And uh, what is it? I, I didn't have the beard at the time. I still had just like a little fucking Deftones. Okay, yeah. Little chin just a go- chin. Yeah. Just a chin goatee. Scotty Ian. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, dude, I remember seeing that photo, and that was my fucking turning point. Oh, yeah. Being in a suit, and I looked like... I, I looked like I was going to pop yeah, like a, a fucking tick. Perfectly round Charlie Brown face. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and it was just like this Deftones goatee, which just made it look even worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. <laughs> so it, it it definitely is possible. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, because like even today, man, like I remember going grocery shopping with my dad. I still fucking bought Oreos. Oh, yeah. I do the same shit. You know, I, I still buy a half bought... gallon of ice cream and fucking I'll crank through it in less than a week. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> see, that's the thing. Yeah. Less than a week. Yes. Not every night. Not, no, no, not, that's the point. And I go to the gym four days a week, so there's that too. You know, I work out at least minimum three to four a week. Yeah. You know, and recently because of shoulder injuries and stuff like that, I've not been hitting weights, but a lot of resistance training. Right. So, but that is the thing. I didn't let that stop me. Right. You know, most people. You know, it's people, like, oh, well, I'm hurt a little bit. Better lay in bed forever. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, no, maybe I'll take it easy for once yeah. and actually, like, what? Uh, no, I was just pushing oh, it. Oh, you were me. tapping. I was yeah. like, am I we're getting too far? No, away. no, no. I was just pushing it. I was going to say, you told me I've been all the way over here. <laughs> yeah, no, it should be fine. I'm just constantly adjusting it slightly. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But, um, yeah, continue, though. Um, so, yeah, uh, that being said, that people can change, I root for them not to. Uh, For that show? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm all about them failing. And mind you, the, watching the, like if you ever watched uh, or listened to either of the commentaries we made, that's basically what this show is, except it's just me and my wife watching it, and it's just constant jokes the entire time. Like, oh. you can't go ten seconds without saying something. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's why it's so enjoyable. But uh, this woman, it was pretty excellent. So she makes it down to Houston, where the doctor is. Um, I can't remember where she came from. I don't know. But uh, she, uh, so she makes it down to Houston. 
the doctor always gives them a goal for like the next month or the next two months when the, for their next appointment, how much weight they have to lose. Yes. I just had a brainiac idea. Oh, what's this? Well, maybe maybe if you'd be up for it. Yeah. What would you say to maybe us doing an additional episode a week? Every week? Every week. Not not maybe the same day. Maybe we record all in one day. Yeah. But maybe we do audio commentary for that. We can, Oh, that would be gold. That would gold. be... <laughs> let, let them decide. Yeah. The only thing that's difficult about it is we'd have to do episodes that are on Hulu... Because the ones on TLC... We can, we can do that. Yeah, the ones on TLC have, like, uh, ads. Yes. And obviously, if you watch on TV, it has ads. And I don't know if the ads are, are always the same length on the TLC app. Um, so, like, the commentary could easily desync. So, we'd have to do ones That's that true. are on Hulu. So, people that have Hulu commercial-free could uh, could yes. play along. It would have to be commercial-free. Yeah, yeah. Because we can't pause for that shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> it'd, be all, it'd be so impossible to sync up. It'd be terrible. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Maybe an idea. Maybe yeah. something that we could do. Yeah. By... Yeah. So, <laughs> plenty of material for that. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> my God. Um, so, yeah. So, she gets down to Houston. They He gives her... He makes an appointment for two months from at the first time he sees her and says, all right, you should lose 100 pounds by the next time I see you. Because someone that big, just by... He gives them a diet to switch to. It's basically... It's a 1,200-calorie, high-protein, low-carb diet. That's what they always... He always puts them Yes. Up. And that's the thing. He's like, if you follow the diet, like, even without exercise or anything like that, even though he encourages them to move as much as they can, but some of them are, like, bedridden. Um, uh, so I, c- I couldn't imagine that. Yeah. I could not imagine laying in bed all day. I know. It's crazy. Like, I get bored laying in bed when I wake up. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll wait. I'll, I'm like, all right. All right, I gotta get fucked up. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I can't do that. Right, yeah. Like, I could not imagine that being my life. Oh, before I get to how much uh, about her losing weight. Um, also, right after she uh, used her b- bed as a toilet, she her roommate then brought her breakfast, and her, her breakfast was like a platter-sized plate piled high with nachos, like nachos, like ground beef, fucking like cheese, all kinds of cheese. And nachos was her breakfast, like a fucking two pounds of nachos. I was like, God damn, bitch, that's crazy. Oh. Oh, Jesus Christ. But yeah, so he tells her to lose 100 pounds in two months. Should be no problem if you follow Just the diet. Just taking that out of her diet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you follow his diet, you will lose 50 pounds a month when you're that big. No problem. She was like 750 pounds. Believe. Um, so, uh, she, that is... Wow. So you know that she's going to fail because she goes home and she talks about how hard it is. And she's like, I've made small adjustments to the diet to make it uh, to make it more of a balance in my eyes. And I'm like, you don't know shit. You got yourself to be almost 800 pounds. Well, just do what the doctor says for two months. So she comes in for her two-month checkup. She's supposed to lose. You're, you're building this right now. <laughs> she's supposed to lose 100 pounds. She's supposed to have in lost two, 100 pounds in, in two, two months. months. Shouldn't be a problem. How much weight do you think she lost? I'm going to say, she, I, you know what? I'm not going the opposite. I'm going to say she gained. You'd be correct. I'd be correct. How much right. weight do you think she gained? What was her original weight? It was like 740 something or okay, something. Okay, so, so, so say 750. Uh, Actually, I think she, she went to a rehab place when she first got there, and they got her to drop 
a hundred pounds before she even went to go lose a hundred pounds on her own. Okay. So she was probably around like six fifty, I think. Okay, so say six fifty. I'd probably say gained another twenty pounds. She gained sixty-two pounds. Sixty-two pounds. She missed her target by a hundred and sixty-two pounds. <laughs> Oh my god, was that a delicious sight to see when the fuck... Dude, it's my favorite part when they hop on the scale and then like it shows the number and sometimes I don't remember what their last weight was, but then it, it pops up like uh, like in editing how okay. like what the... Re- it says recent weight gain or recent, recent weight loss and what it is. 62 pounds. I was like, holy shit! So then he's like, alright, I'm going to see you in a month from now. You have to lose 50 pounds. Like the 50 pound a month rate should be what you're doing still so sends her back home she comes back a month later what do you think she lost i'm still gonna say stay with gained you're correct again (laughs) she gained another 38 pounds (laughs) oh my god this was a treasure of an episode she missed her goal being the original 100 pounds yes what is now the goal, original goal being 100 pounds, she missed in total in three months by 198 pounds. So she... Uh, she, she gained 100 instead of... Lo- she gained 100 in three months instead of losing 150 in three months. Oh, my God. That is solid right there. Solid work. So... That is where you need to put a gun in your mouth. Yeah. And I, see how that I, do, I do not condone it. <laughs> Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised she put a gun in her mouth and she just bit through the barrel and just <laughs> swallowed it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, at that point, you just need to taste the cold steel. Yeah. You just need to just realize that this might work out better for you. Right, yeah. So how the boring, successful episodes usually go, they follow them around for 12 months. How the boring episodes usually go is they the by month two, they go down to see Dr. Nauzardin. He gives them the goal... If every, this is if everything goes right. He gives them a goal to lose 40, 50 pounds in a month. They come back. They lost the weight. Either he approves them for weight surgery right then and there, and then they get it like the next month, or he says he wants to make sure that they can stay on track with their diet and d- does one more month and then checks in again. So if everything goes smoothly, usually month three or four, they're getting weight loss surgery. And then after that, it follows their recovery, and like the weight usually just tends to come right off after that because... Their stomach is so small, they can't eat a lot. Usually they're complaining about not being able to eat a lot. But like, yeah, that's the whole fucking point. Like, I think something's wrong with me. I can only eat like a tablespoon of chicken broth and I'm full. Like, yeah, that's the whole fucking point. They're like, yeah, that's yeah. really it. So the successful ones by month 12 when the when the episode ends, usually like a lot of them, one of the other episodes I had watched, they lost like by that point 350 pounds in a year. Wow. So... That's how success- it is possible. Yes, that's how successful boring episodes go. This episode, as I already stated, did not go that way. Missed the mark. So the- by a hundred and ninety-eight pounds. <laughs> yeah. So the last chance he gave her was another two months, I think, and he wanted her to lose a hundred pounds. I think it was, and she was finally successful. I won't do a fake build up to that one. She oh, lost. Right. She lost like ninety-nine pounds, I think. Really. So pretty much hit the target, and he approved her for weight loss right then and there. After failing three months straight, I was surprised that two months, she did it like once on her own. He was like, all right, you proved her weight loss. She got the weight loss surgery. And then uh, the thing is, she got it so late because it took her so long to get the surgery because she couldn't hit the targets that it was like month 11 by the time she got the surgery. 
So by the end of the episode, you're not really seeing a physical physical difference because she hasn't lost a ton of weight. No. She was almost where she started, basically. She may be like 100 pounds lighter at most. And when they're that big, it's hard to notice 100 pounds off. Yes. So, uh, yeah, she looked pretty much the same at the end of the episode as she did at the beginning. But that's insane, though. Like, I, I, I could not imagine having a stomach... Yeah. That fucking large. Oh, yeah. Like, I can't. Yeah, it's disgusting. I mean, there's days where I look in the mirror and I'm like, you fat piece of shit. <laughs> and I'll say it to myself. You fucking fat faggot. <laughs> yep, you fat motherfucker. <laughs> you know? And then it's one of those things where I go, all right, I'm going to eat fucking clean. Yeah. And and I will. I will stay strict to make sure eating salads, high proteins, everything. You don't need a doctor to tell you you're going to die no. in three weeks, you fucking fat ass. Yes. <laughs> but then it's one of those things where, like, you know, yeah, you fall off a little bit. Sure. Where, you know, you have some Oreos or, like you said, some ice cream. Some ice cream. But, you know, then it's one of those things where it, you... You, you got to find the happy medium. Right, yeah. You got to find it on your own. Yeah. If you're not in the fucking danger zone, you can treat yourself every once in a while. Exactly. I mean, cheat days exist for a reason. Not every person will tell you that cheat days are good for you, but I mean, some people, it helps keep them sane and it helps them, like, not that they wouldn't, they're not at peak physical condition because they have cheat days, but that's not what everyone's going for. People exactly. just want to be healthy. And yeah. you can be healthy and still eat things you like every now and then. Oh, yeah. It's all about fucking moderation, for Christ's sake. That's exactly what it is. Uh, um, but yeah, my sister's brown life is just an absolute extreme, so it's uh, pretty disgusting. I might have to start adding some of this to the uh, what I've been watching. I mean, goddamn, it's so I can't get enough of it. But uh, I watched uh, one more thing. It was I think it was a video from a few years ago on YouTube from Vice. It was okay, just a quick uh, ten minute video. You'd probably be interested in it. It's a little documentary called Inside West Side Barbell. Okay, it's like a famous gym with like one of the like a. Uh, like a big power uh, power lifter guy, um, it's in Ohio with his gym called Westside Barbell, and he just like lives for powerlifting. Like people go there to powerlift. Like you have to try out and be accepted into his gym and shit like that. The guy was like has over the years is like very controversial because he like it, it, he encourages like steroid use and shit like that. Like he doesn't give a fuck if you do drugs to like. To be a, the best powerlifter you can, then fucking do drugs. If you don't want to do drugs, that's fine. But he's, he's nothing wrong with, like, doing steroids. Like, he's, he's been on steroids, I think he said, for, like, 30 years. Never been off of them. <laughs> it's pretty fucking crazy. So they show the guys at this gym, and it's like, powerlifting is just their life. Like, he said, for, like, for, they're like a team, like a community, like a family. Like, the powerlifters there and, like, the coach. They just, they, like, eat breakfast, he said, together, like, four mornings a week they all go out eat like a giant breakfast and they just train like all fucking day and it's like it's all the guys lives there so uh it's that pretty it's not it's pretty interesting it's called inside west west side barbell it's all right i'll have to check that out it's a quick 10 minutes by vice on youtube it's easy to find but uh pretty interesting um if you're if you have any interest in like powerlifting or anything like that so uh that's it for that we can get into some wrestling now I think that should be the new segment music. Yeah, definitely. I like Solid. that. I like it too. It's good build up. Yeah. Um, NXT TakeOver 25. 
Yes. Goddamn. Did you see any see I, highlights of it? I caught all the highlights. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, amazing, amazing match. Yes. The the tag team, uh, fatal four way ladder match for the tag to the for the vacant tag team championships. Yes. Unbelievable. That led off the night. Oh no! Did the Matt Riddle match lead off the night? I can't remember. Might have Matt Riddle versus uh, Matt Riddle versus uh, Rod- No, Roderick Strong. No, yes. Yeah, Roderick Strong. Yes, but before that was. Uh, Velveteen Dream versus uh, for the North American Championship for uh, what's his name? Not 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 Fingdango, the other one. Oh, Tyler Breeze. That's Tyler right. Breeze. Yeah, made his return to NXT. Yes, good for him, honestly, because that's where he'll hey. get the time. That's what people care about him. Exactly. And you get to get to see him wrestle. I mean, he's he can wrestle. He's he's an amazing wrestler. He was a big deal back when he was on NXT. We've mentioned plenty of times in the past. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, the first notes I have are of the fucking ladder match because I I would much ra- I would much rather start off with that anyway. <laughs> yeah, I have a note of that. The ladder match is the reason that NXT is so good. That's just a shining example of why NXT is the best. It's the match was like innovative, tons of like ladder spots that I've never seen before. All kinds of amazing uses for the ladder, and it was fucking brutal. Oh, like it was people getting slammed onto ladders all different fucking ways. Like ladders leaned up against the ropes, and people getting thrown like one after the other. People getting thrown onto it. Ladders getting thrown at people and shit like that. It was. It was like watching the like an attitudes era yeah. TLC match, but but with like modern choreographed like acrobatics yes. and shit like that. Cause it was so fucking good. I was just amazed watching. It. I was like, this is why NXT is the best. Now, which uh, for the people that don't know, uh, what were the teams? The teams uh, going for the championships were Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Yes. The Street Profits, Montez yes. Ford and Angelo Dawkins, uh, Oni Larkin. And uh, Danny Birch. Yes. And... It was the two other guys from uh, The Forgotten Sons. The Forgotten Sons. Yeah, not Jackson Wright. It was uh, Wesley Blake. Yes. Uh, Buddy Murphy's old old partner. You, he had been, Him and Buddy Murphy were tag team champions back when Alexa Bliss was their manager on NXT back in yes. the day. Uh, so Wesley Blake and I don't even know... Cutler. Some, Steve Cutler? I think it's Steve Cutler. Yeah, Steve Cutler, Wesley Blake of The Forgotten Sons. Yeah, because uh, what was the other one? Uh, Jackson Riker. Yeah, Jackson Riker was Good name. match. Jackson Riker. <laughs> I will bring him up though. Yeah. In uh, when we're talking about the ladder match, yeah, go 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 for it. <laughs> well, but uh, the the one scene that made me fucking laugh was uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Yes. When you see him like laying down like underneath like the ladder, yeah. And you see Jackson Riker. Oh, what is it? Um, is it Jackson Wright or Wright? Riker. Riker. Like Riker's Island. Yes. Yeah. But Jackson Riker comes out and you see the look on his face <laughs> of just paranoia. <laughs> yeah. And he's a fucking monster, He dude. is an animal. God he, damn. He's that boy loves Jesus. Oh, he looks like it. He loves Jesus. Yeah, he'll fucking suck a dick for God. That's for damn sure. <laughs> he'll slay for Jesus. We love you, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But that, that image right there was fucking great. Yeah, it was actually Just him like looking at him, him walking out fucking ripping the vest yeah, off. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh, you're going to get fucked up? Yeah. <laughs> Jackson Riker looks like an even bigger and then like just scary heel version of Elias. Yes. It's like similar, similar build, similar yes. look. Um, All tattooed up though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sleeves, back, everything. Yeah. He looks like he eats people all day. <laughs> he eats a lot of, he's probably a lot of red meat. Yeah. So yeah, he probably doesn't poop well. No. <laughs> he probably has worms. Uh, <laughs> so he comes out like towards the end of the match. And just completely fucking wreck shop, like, 
destroys everybody in the match except for the Forgotten Sons dudes. Yes. Just kills everybody. And then it takes, like, every team one at a time rallying to, like, beat this dude down and eventually, like, fuck him up over, like, five minutes to even get him down, like, beating him with ladders and shit like that. And then finally getting him out of the ring and then they, like, threw a ladder at him and all this shit. So it took every team working together to get rid of Jackson Riker. But um, the end of the match, spectacular. Um, who I wanted to win did win, and who I had, thought had no chance at winning did win. So the end of the match, I believe it was Steve Cutler go, uh, yes. going up the ladder. He's basically at the top. Wesley Blake is like underneath the ladder, like holding it. And then everyone's down, and it doesn't look like anyone's going to get up. I thought that was going to be the end of the match. Then Angelo Dawkins slides in of the Street Profits, slides in, runs under the under the ladder and just spears the shit out of Wesley Blake, gets him out of the ring, and then all of a sudden the cameras just focus on the ladder, and then you just see Montez Ford just pop onto the top of the ladder. He, he I, lo- I loved it. He springboarded yeah. up yeah. to get onto the ladder and then just looked him dead in the face. Yeah, he just springboards that. He's eye-to-eye with the other dude at the top of the ladder. He's just staring at him, and he just fucking blasts him in the face. The dude falls off, and... Uh, Montez Ford grabs the fucking belt. Hey, I'm happy for them. Oh yeah, Street Profits are excellent. They're great they have, entertainers. I was just about to say they have great crowd presence. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we saw that they were one of the teams we got to see live when we went to that a live event at the yes. Ryan Center. Um, it was awesome. They like walk through the crowd and everything like that, like hang they, out with people, like the in their music. Yeah, they got the cup. They're dancing around and shit. Um, so yeah, the Street Profits won, and I'm glad that they actually like got their due. I didn't know if they were ever destined to be NXT champions because they faded away for a long they, time. They there. did, yeah, because uh, I remember them contending against uh, what was it uh, Sabatelli and Tino uh, Sabatelli and Riddick Moss. Yes, yeah, and I remember them contending against them yeah. years ago, and yeah. then you that's, you, that's you, who they faced when I saw them at the Ryan Center. Oh no shit! Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I remember them facing like each other for God knows how long, right. and. Then they just disappeared. Yeah, and to see them relevant again. Yeah, no, you you know that Triple H is driving a good fucking ship. Yeah, he recognizes the talent and he recognizes whether guys are working hard or not backstage. Yes, and that's what he rewards the way it should be. He doesn't just reward you because you were born and ended up growing to seven feet tall. No, and it's <laughs> not because your last name is Flair. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, stuff like that. That I'm happy now that guys like Triple H are doing that. Yeah. Because he was one of those guys. Yeah. You know, he didn't have anyone else in WWE that, you know, brought him in. Like, you know, he's not a a son of somebody. He had a couple personas that he had to work through. He was wrestling as Paul Levesque at one time. (laughs) Yep, Paul Levesque. And then it was... um, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yes. And then Triple H and the Cerebral Assassin persona eventually came about. Yes. Um, But he went through a lot of them. Oh, yeah. Uh... So yeah, the huge crowd pop with the Street Profits win. Crowd loved it, so it was it was pretty exciting. Um, then the women's match, it was pretty shit, like it always is. Honestly, yeah. The only good thing about the women's match was after the match, it was it was the women's championship match. Shayna Baszler still the champion, defending against Io Shirai. Um, the best part about the match was after the match, Io Shirai like lost her mind and started attacking Shayna Baszler and kicking the shit out of her and beating her with the chair, and she grabbed the chair. Went to the top rope, held the chair against her chest, and did a moonsault holding the chair landing that on it. That was devastating. Like, That's a sick move right there. It is. Pull off shit. Like, they should have made it like a no-holds-barred match and do shit like that during the match. Oh, because yeah. It's spots like that See, that the, they don't have the women do. Exactly. Yeah. And I remember I was bringing that up weeks ago. Yeah, Money in the Bank, how the ladder spots in the women's match were nothing compared to the men's spots. No. Like, you know, not, not for the, lack of ability. It's just no. like they don't 
like, they don't want him getting hurt. Yeah, I don't understand. You yeah, want some fucking like, equality? Get the feminists on this shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, Kill Whitey. <laughs> Kill Whitey. <laughs> uh, and, and the last note I have is just that the championship match was amazing, as always. It was uh, I mean, Adam Cole yep. versus Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano, the, the reigning NXT champion. And uh, much like their last match, unbelievable back and get, forth. Get a little taste. Get, get a little taste. Get, trying to get wet. Uh, unbelievable back and forth. Like, so many, like, like with all NXT championship matches, the matches go, like, a fucking hour long almost, and there's so many, like, real, like, uh, false pinfalls, basically, like, false endings, where you, you think, like, this is it, this is the end, like, at this point in the match, they've both hit their own finishers multiple times, they've hit each other's finishers. That's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> they've hit each other's finishers on each other and stuff like that, and you're like, at any time, someone could win, and there's still kickouts after finishers and shit like that, like, it goes nuts, you have that, no idea what's gonna happen. I remember seeing a clip on YouTube, and it says, when you and your WWE friend, uh, what is it, no, WWE 2K19 yeah. friend, uh, are great at reversals. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it just showed them outside the ring, like, whipping each other back and forth, hissing kicks, all yep. this other stuff. And I'm like, oh my god, this is still fucking great. Amazing sequences back It then. is. This like, the, the way that these guys connect with each other, I'm so happy Triple H is not letting these guys go, be like, yeah, you want to go to the main roster? Yeah. He's like, no, you're fucking staying here. Yeah, like get buried like Alistair Black like uh, yesterday we were talking about. I remember talking about that, man. It's so fucking sad because you could have a guy like that as a champion. Oh, I know, easily. Any singles champion. I would, I would watch fucking Alistair Black face Seth Rollins tonight. Like, he could oh, go with Seth it, Rollins. That'd be a great match. Oh, it'd be great. Him and Finn Balor, like over the IC belt. You know, uh, who's, uh, who's current uh, U.S. champion? R- uh, Rey Mysterio just uh, this week on SmackDown had to uh, I relinquish mean. the title uh, due to injury. Okay. Although, I don't think it's a real injury because it's supposed to be a separated shoulder and Samoa Joe attacked him. So, usually if it's a real injury, they don't do fucking wrestling. Yeah. So, I don't think it's a real injury. So, I don't know what the deal is. All right. Yeah. But he did relinquish the belt. But, I mean, something like that. Even seeing a guy like Rey Mysterio go up against Aleister Black. Oh, absolutely. Think of that match. Fucking awesome. You know, you you could put him up against not even even the, the big championships. Yeah. Singles, titles, championships. Just something on the line. Some even, stakes. Even if you were to put him on fucking 205 Live. Yeah, it'd be pretty amazing. See, I mean, I wouldn't see it, but uh, no. I'd, catch the, I'd catch a video on YouTube. I, it. Would, <laughs> I would love to see him wrestle someone like, um, uh, what's the, Mustafa Ali. Yeah, well, he's, he's on the main roster I now. know he's yeah. on the main roster, but I'm yeah. saying like when he was on 205 yeah, Live. Yeah, awesome. Someone like that. Yeah. That'd be a great fucking any, match. Any of the guy, like. You know, uh, but no, you push... You push Fucking Shane McMahon. I know. Jesus Christ. You know, so it's really. it's like for Christ's sakes, come back once a year, do your fucking WrestleMania match. Yep. Do and your, fuck and off. And fuck <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> Thank you. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> but you were so much more descriptive with it. It was like, look, come back, do your WrestleMania moment, and fuck off. <laughs> fuck off for eleven months. Yep. See you later. That's it. Yeah. Fuck off for eleven months and Go collect paychecks. Yeah, you're not a wrestler. You're not good. No one's excited to see you. You want people to be excited to see you? Take three years off from being on TV. Yeah. Then come back, have a match. People will actually root for you at that point. When he originally did come back. Yeah. How he many was, years before that? He was. It was six years, I think, he was gone yeah. before he made his initial comeback. Yeah. And it was It was good to see him at that time. I was like, oh, this is exciting. Yeah, and then he, he came had his, back. He was big. Yeah. He had his first match like months later because he just came back as yeah. like a GM. 
And it was exciting to see him wrestle. But now you see him wrestle at, like, every fucking pay-per-view, and he sucks at wrestling. Yeah. Like, yeah, after he came back after six years, you wanted to see his greatest hits. Yeah. You wanted to see him do coast-to-coast and jump off of something see, high. You see him do the fake boxing. Yeah, yeah, you want to see him fight bees. And then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's so it's not... Fucking awesome. It's It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. It's so not special anymore that it just sucks. I'm so sick of him. It really is, you know, and I completely do agree with that. Where like he's already been back for a couple of years now. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's time to take a walk. Again. He's been back for at least two years. I, think. I believe two years, yeah. but it's like okay, dude, take a walk. Right. Yeah. You know, dude. just go, go away, like you said. Not, maybe not six years. Go away for three years. Yeah. Just disappear. Same thing, like with guys like fucking oh God. Goldberg and Undertaker. God damn. <laughs> Stop playing the greatest hits. Yeah. Stop saying you retired. Dude, The Undertaker has has retired no less than three times. And they've made, like, a big deal of it. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like, how the crowd could ever get excited to hear that fucking bell ring and know that the Undertaker's there is beyond me. He's a fucking decrepit old man. He can't go anymore. No. It's over. Like, just... Go back and watch old Attitude Era fucking wrestling if you want to see Undertaker in his prime. Watching yeah. him now is sad and boring. Like, it yeah. sucks. And then you get a guy like Goldberg. Yeah. Like, uh, the guy's in his fucking 50s. Yeah. Like, probably almost close to 60s. Yeah, probably. And that guy's still a monster. Yeah. If like if him and Undertaker actually fought, Undertaker would be dead. Dead. <laughs> Goldberg, Goldberg is still an... Incredible Just one, shit. One spear from him, a real life spear. <laughs> yeah, it would shatter his fucking pelt. He would break both his hips like the old man that he is. Oh yeah, turn to dust instantly. <laughs> yeah. You know. So yeah, that's what on this week. Like, so that that was it for NXT. But this week on Raw and SmackDown, I didn't take any notes about it, but I did watch them both. There was one thing I <laughs> I had to bring up. Okay. Because I know you and I are very, not very big fans of the twenty four seven title. I like the concept of the title. But we, yeah. We've discussed the concept, yeah. but we don't like the name. We wish it was more a original hardcore title or an Extreme Rules title. Yeah, something like that. But, needless to say, <laughs> someone on Instagram said, name this championship, but give it a wrong name. Okay. So I decided to make notes of some of them. Okay. For the 24-7 title. For the 24-7 title, title. all right. Uh... <laughs> Ask for your release championship. <laughs> That's solid. <laughs> we fear ratings championship. Oh my god. <laughs> he he still wrestles championship. Yeah. He still wrestles question mark. Nice. <laughs> as hardcore as we can get championship. <laughs> yeah. They should call it the fucking PG title. Golden Corral Championship. <laughs> why, why the fuck? I don't know, but I thought that that one was just the funniest. Dude, if they just went all in and had a full-on sponsored championship like that, it'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, they were big with KFC for, like, uh, six months. If they had, like, a KFC title, like a Golden Wing trophy, it'd be hilarious. Oh, <laughs> I don't ever want to see that. <laughs> oh. Um, so, yeah, uh... So we're, now but, we're on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, so the only things that I really recall, there is a lot of build-up for Super Showdown, which is actually, as of this recording, it's tomorrow afternoon at 2 p.m. So, uh, yeah, so no, I'm gonna no, ca- nobody will know that. Yeah, I'll catch it uh, I'll catch it tomorrow night. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of build-up for that. The show ended with Undertaker coming out, 
doing a 10 minute fucking entrance like always and then talking for like 30 seconds and then uh SmackDown was basically a similar thing, except it ended with Goldberg coming out and then talking, like, a little bit longer. Um, but, yeah, as for, like, matches, there wasn't a shit ton. You know what I'm starting to really dislike is uh, I like the separate rosters of Raw and SmackDown. I like them feeling separate. You don't like this whole cross-platform. Yes, the fucking, what is that? The wild card rule. Wild card. Because it's, like, five different people every week. So, it's basically, like... I I don't even remember who's on what roster anymore. Like, since the Superstar Shake-Up... All I I remember is Rollins is on Raw and Kofi is on SmackDown. Yeah, because they're the champs. Because those are the champs. But everybody else, you don't know. Yeah, the only other one I remember is Roman Reigns being on SmackDown because it was a big deal that he moved to SmackDown. But they introduced this rule immediately, and since he moved to SmackDown, in quotes, he's been on both shows every single week. So he's just on both fucking shows. Like, the top guys that that Vince McMahon wants to be the top guys are on both shows. So it's just like before the fucking brand split. It sucks. I I like having separate brands. That's what they were doing. Yeah. They want it to be one unified show. But it was... The brand split's only been like that for, like, two years? Like, it's not... It hasn't even been split that long. No. Because they they did a shake-up last year. Yeah, they did a shake-up last year, and I feel like the year before that was the initial draft. Yeah. Um, So, it just sucks. I like having the separate things, so I feel like... This wild card rule is just slowly working their way into just having a unified brand and, like, there's no specific guys on each roster anymore. I feel like that's what they're heading towards. Um, uh, so, who the fuck knows? But, yeah, Super Showdown will be tomorrow. I'll be shocked if any belts change hands like we talked about last week. That doesn't happen in Saudi Arabia. No. But you know what else doesn't happen in Saudi Arabia? Women's matches. So, it's going to be a solid card, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Also, they're having another 50-man battle royal like the Greatest Royal Rumble. The other thing that recently I heard about that, uh, they're saying that the Saudi government yeah. flat out said that Sami Zayn cannot come. Because he's a Jew? Yeah. Nice. Yep. Fucking disallowing Jays into their fucking yep. country. What the yep. fuck? They said that he is not allowed to show up, and I'm like, wow. It's that- a- isn't it unbelievable? Like, we've made this point many times, but isn't it unbelievable that WWE is willing to do business with these people for the money yeah. with such, like, they're, it's garbage. It's a it garbage. Is. It's a, oh, I'm sure the people that live there are fine. The fucking royalty that runs the country are trash piles. Yeah. They fucking, like, they won't let a guy wrestle because he's fucking Jewish. They won't let women wrestle because they're subhuman. Like, it's ridiculous. That's not that wrong. Yeah, well, I mean, that part. You know, this is great. Everyone has some good ideas. <laughs> We're, we're, we're kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah we're, uh, we don't want to lose viewers. <laughs> but, uh, <Do> we? yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we have any that we, to lose. Megan's not going to stop listening. This is just us two talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit, I forgot to turn the computer on. <laughs> uh, be like, what's that red line? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, uh, I don't know. The card seems pretty good on paper if it was it a regular pay-per-view. But, but I judging still... by the past of the Saudi Arabia uh, things, they usually suck. Greatest War just... Rumble sucked. The I just can't picture this these these matches still coming around anymore. I know. Like I just don't care for it. Yeah. Yeah. Although I'm gonna I'll be fast forward. That's why I'm glad that's at two p.m. because I'm gonna fast forward through the Goldberg Undertaker match. I'm gonna fast forward through the Triple H Randy Orton match. I don't need to see that. I want to see the fifty man Royal Rumble. Um. I want to see the uh uh Finn Demon Finn Balor uh versus uh who the fuck is he facing? He's get the IC belt Andrade. I think. Is yes. Andrade? Yeah. Um, I want to see that match. I want to see the Royal Rumble. I want to see Kofi versus 
Who is he defending the title against? Is it Kevin Owens again? I think it's Kevin Owens. Can't even remember. But yeah, I want to see. He's defending the title, and then Seth Rollins is defending the title against. No, him. he's going up against uh, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler, of it course. Because you, you're black and pink. Yes, I'm all Dolph Ziggler out without uh, the branding. I was going to say, yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I, I want to see that, obviously. Uh, yeah, in the off chance, in the in the .0001% chance that Dolph wins. <laughs> and if he does, it'll come back, and then it'll change hands on TV, and then it'll be a feud. Right, yeah. So, um, and then uh, my words. Seth Rollins defending the Universal title against Baron Corbin, and also Brock Lesnar saying he's going to cash in. That was another thing from uh, Raw this week, is they announced like via WWE.com before Raw aired on Monday. Yeah, it was Paul Heyman. Yeah, I got an email from WWE, so it was like straight from their website and from WWE. Saying Brock Lesnar cashes in on Seth Rollins tonight live on Raw. Raw comes about, he comes out, beats the shit out of Seth Rollins, doesn't cash in, and says that uh, on no on Friday I'm gonna do it on Friday. He says so. He's claiming that he's gonna cash in after Seth Rollins already title match that he has uh, at uh, at the pay per view. So that'd be a shocking title not to change hands if he does indeed cash in. But they already lied once. I mean, the websites, they said that on the website, and then they said it during the broadcast that he was going to cash in on Seth Rollins, and he didn't do it then. He probably won't do it Friday because, like I said, titles don't change hands, and Brock Lesnar's not going to lose to Seth Rollins after cashing in. That seems unlikely. Although I would love it. That's one retention I would love to see. Seth Rollins, uh, like, just making Brock Lesnar waste his contract would be oh, delicious. It would be. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, that's tomorrow, and... Uh, We'll see what happens. I think uh, that's it for that. So we can pop into some video games. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. Any gaming in this past week, sir? I did get a little gaming in. All right. Uh, what was I playing this week? I was playing Tummy actually, Sticks. Uh, shit. <laughs> uh, no, I was actually revisited God of War. Oh, all right. Yeah, all I decided right. to, uh, you know, go back into that. It's been dip a, a toe. Uh, yeah, dip <laughs> a toe and see how uh, see how I liked it. Yep. And uh, yeah, so I played uh, played a couple hours, I believe. It was Thursday, so maybe Tuesday. Okay. Played a little bit. Yep. But yeah, yeah. So that was nothing crazy. Yeah. Just advancing my character more and more. Sure. Yep. But um, yeah, I kind of missed it a little bit. Yeah. You know, I definitely missed a lot of the uh, like the uh, the axe play. Yeah. Oh yeah. Super. Yeah. Cool. Dude, just oh. re- just throwing the axe and then recalling it. That was the feel of it of like just in the controller, yeah. just like you feel that vibration. That's some perfect game design right there. That's some hey, game of the year. Yeah, well-honed game design. That Absolutely. Um, yeah, great game. I often think about going back to it, too. Like, I, I'm close to 100%ing it, so I could probably do that in, like, a couple hours. But then I also think, like, I kind of just want to play through it all again. But I'm like, I can't. There's so many games I have that I haven't beaten. Like, I, like I've said, like, every week, I'm just try to, trying to play games that I haven't finished yet. Um, so in that vein, I've continued to play uh, Metal Gear Solid Five and Monster Hunter World. So, like I said, I started a new character on Monster Hunter World and going, like, all uh, bow this time as my weapon. And uh, 
My first character, I, it, ca- it counts your playtime like on your save for each character to tell you how much you played. I had 30 hours into my first character. I think I'm already at about 15 hours in on the second character. So, uh, just working my way through, building like the whole point of the game, if no one's played a monster in a game, is you kill monsters, you harvest like parts from them, and then you build new armor and new weapons with the parts you get from them, and that's how you get stronger. There's no actual character progression. like You don't level up or anything like that. It's all armor-based. So, it's all building... Better, stronger armor. Now, and, now, what did you originally start with? Because you said you're going back through with a bow now. Yeah, I originally, on uh, my other character, I was using sword and shield. Okay. So there's sword and shield, there's bow, there's light bow gun, light, uh, there's heavy bow gun, there's switch axe, which is an axe that turn, transforms into a giant sword and back again. There's right. great sword, which is just a giant sword. There's long sword, which is like a huge katana. There's uh, charge blade, which is a sword and shield. That you can then put the shield on the sword and have a huge axe. Uh, there's uh, insect glaive, which is like a basically like a bow staff with blades on both ends, and then like an insect that you can use to like send out and like it like harvests like things to power you up from different uh, monsters. And then there's hmm, that's a lot of them. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I was gonna say that's that's a lot of options. There's fourteen. There's fourteen different weapon types. Wow. And your weapon type basically. It's, they all play completely different. They all have completely different now, like, combos and everything. Now, are you going to try and go through all of these? I mean, eventually, but it's like, you don't have to play through the game separately. Like, I could have gone back to my old character and just switched weapons to a bow. Just, like, made a bow and done oh, that. Oh, all right. You can switch up whenever you want. Like, just craft a, a different type of weapon and just oh, go okay. the next I thought, I thought it was like, that was what you picked, that's yeah. what you stay with. I've just, that's, that's what I'm doing, just because I want to make it through all the way through the game with one weapon and be, like, really used to it. And then once I'm in, like, the end game, like, finish the story... There's, like, plenty of endgame content with, like, stronger and stronger monsters to face. At that point, then maybe I'll mess around and see, like, try out all the I was going to say, that insect glade sounds, uh... It's pretty cool, because... It sounds interesting. That, that'd probably be the next you one. You said I'd... it was a staff with blades on each end? Yeah, basically, yeah. And you have an insect that you yeah. can... Send. That, is, that is cool. Uh, that one's probably the next one I'm going to try, because there's a mechanic in the Monster Hunter games for, like, the past few games where you can mount monsters. So, if, basically, if you hit them from the air... You have a chance to, like, land on their back and mount them and, like, just stab at them and do, like, extra damage and, like, stun them. That is interesting. Yeah, and with the Insect Glaive, uh, you can basically, like, the whole thing is, like, aerial combat with that weapon. So, basically, you don't have to, like, jump off cliffs to try and do it. Like, you're constantly doing in the world is, like, jumping off ledges to try and get some air. But with the Insect Glaive, you can just put it in the ground and fucking launch yourself in the air. And then you can, like, air dash while you're in the air and do, like, move, doing your combo will, like, keep you airborne. So you have way more chances to mount the monster, basically. You can launch yourself, like, fucking 15 feet into the air over the monster's head and stuff like that. That is cool. So it's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I, I was all Sword and Shield in my last character. The only reason I started a new character, like I said, uh, wasn't because you can't change weapons. It was just because I wanted a fresh start because it had been so long since I played. Uh, so I decided to uh, try out a different weapon while I was at it, and that's when I'm going to stick through the, the whole way through the story. All right. Um, and uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. I just... Uh, i basically just been doing, I think I've done nine side ops and five main ops missions. There's a shit ton of missions in this fucking game. But I'm basically just going around. Uh, the big thing of the game is Fultoning people away. You remember in uh, the Dark Knight, I think it is, the Fulton recovery system where he straps the balloon to someone and then the plane comes and drags yes. away? That's like a main thing with this game is like you strap balloons to people. You knock people out, strap balloons to them, and then it sucks them away and adds them to the roster at your base. So you have to, like, get as many people as you can to let you unlock new upgrades and, like, research new weapons and stuff like that. Like, All right. That's how you get upgrades in that game. So I'm just going around with a fucking tranquilizer pistol, 
just fucking tranquilizing people and then like or like choking them out and stuff like that and then just fulting them away to like try to get a bunch of upgrades. So that's awesome. That's what I'm doing right now. I've just been switching back and forth. I've been playing. I probably played about half and half this week. Like on Tuesday, I think I played like three hours of Monster Hunter or like two hours of Monster Hunter and an hour of Metal Gear. And then today, before you got here, I played like an hour of Metal Gear, just messing around. All right. So both excellent games. Okay. Uh, you got some miscellaneous happenings? I do not. I do not either. Okay. So uh... so we're gonna wrap it up then. The wrap up music is oh it's a mirror nemesis As always, you can get our episodes every Tuesday when I put them up. You can get them on iTunes where you can rate and review us. You can get them on any podcast app. Or you can stream or download it from our website, nerdupa.com. You can email us at podcast at nerdupa.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at nerdupapodcast. That's it. See ya. Yeah.